You are listening to You've Got Five Options show, where every week Marta and Anna abandon their five children, two partners, and one cat to make a show especially for you. An artist, a challenge, a bullshit, a wisdom, and a surprise. Tune in and feel the magic of five. Hello, everyone. This is Marta. And this is Anna. And this is You've Got Five Options show. And this is the first time that I really listened to our jingle that we are abandoning five children, two partners and one cat. <laughs> I would like to say that the cat is mine. So uh, Marta abandons three children and one partner. I abandon two children and one partner and a cat. So it's yeah, it's even. It's very even and we yes. are well distributed. You get the three females. I get the three males. We yes. have divided properly. Very properly. Although the partners are both males. Just to make it clear for everyone. Yes. So <laughs> welcome to a new show. And today we are having a fantastic guest with us, which we will introduce shortly. I would say that they are even in plural. They come as guests. You are right. They come as guests. Mm, that is the first time we are having two guests in the studio, but there is not. A... No, no, we were already having two guests. Ah, uh, you know that I'm trying to completely neglect that period when I was on maternity leave and I, I wasn't can here. See that. Yes, I am <laughs> like, that was not, uh, you've got five options because I wasn't there. So of course I'm joking. I actually think that Marta, you did a great job covering for me because I was so big and so much waiting for the baby that I had to stay home. So Marta was doing the show for a couple of weeks with a help of Estefania. Yeah, Estefania has helped me. She was here to be a co-hostess and that was a really nice experience. Mm -hmm. But I'm also glad that you are back. You missed me, didn't you? Yes. Yes, because I'm the bullshit responsible. <laughs> always have been always. and always will be. And always will be, yes. So uh, I think this will be very interesting, especially for our listeners in US, because guys, as I mentioned before on our show, uh, US is our biggest uh, listener base. We don't for the podcast. For the podcast. Because yes. this show, if you didn't catch it on a radio, you can always listen to a podcast. And if you want to know how to find it, and I'm looking at you, Dennis, because I always hope that you will go and find it on our website, which is the five options.com, five as a number. Then you have all the library of podcasts. So you can guys also hear yourself. Hmm. Yes, exactly. It will stay online on internet forever. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure at all. So, yes, for our U.S. Uh, listeners, uh, this is a fantastic young Danish band. So you also will be able to experience a song in a Danish language because they are singing in Danish. So that's just like, you know, to acknowledge that we have a fan base in U.S. I like to call them a fan base <laughs> because, yeah. I would like to have some fans. Okay, and we also me. have a fan base in Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> that is unexpected. Yes. So hello also to all our listeners in Nigeria. And for the next time, we can look even better into geographical statistics mm -hmm. of the podcast. And because we can how is it? It's US, Denmark, Nigeria. Uh, well, I remember that uh, that they were like the distinctive ones because US and Denmark have been the highest one mm -hmm. almost since the beginning. Denmark was the highest one, then US overpassed and I just remember that there was quite a significant one from Nigeria but because that was kind of like a surprise. Yeah. I don't know if they are number three. Mm -hmm. I think uh, maybe Poland is number three. Uh, but we, we will check it Poland. better. <laughs> yeah, we will check it we better check for it. next time we can share with you something more about statistics because that's always the most interesting thing <laughs> for us. 
not for anyone else unless you are from Nigeria. Because if you are our listener from Nigeria, please write to us a message. We really want to know who are you guys because we are very surprised and we don't really, I don't know anyone from Nigeria. Do you know someone? Yeah, I know a couple of people, but not like my close friends or something. Mm-hmm. So like I know them from Nigeria. I mean, they are from Nigeria. Oh. They are not currently living in Nigeria. Okay. So that's the surprising part. But anyhow, thank you to all our listeners. In no Nigeria. matter where you're located in the world, also in Nigeria. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. So, Marta, do we start? Yes, let's go for our first segment. Dennis? Superman Music brings to you Artist of the Week. Look, mommy, it's the moon. (laughs) I cannot believe it. It's like... You know Dave, he yeah. actually is saying that. It's, it's just auto-tuned. I love this beat at the end. <laughs> Look, mommy, it's the moon. Yeah, sorry. I, it always makes me smile. <laughs> yeah, so anyhow, welcome, Kalaset. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs> and it would be nice if you have shared with our audience your names. Yeah, uh, I'm on. And my name is Cecil. So everyone around the world, uh, try apart to pronounce from Denmark, uh, <laughs> try to pronounce those names. <laughs> yes. Martin is not so difficult, but C- Cecil. Cecil. Yeah, exactly. It's yes. a lot of S's. Yes, a lot of S's, exactly. <laughs> we actually have, uh, by the way, we are sharing computer with Marta because this is a really little table. So we actually have looked into your bio, bio or description mm-hmm. of the band on Facebook. Yeah. It's very long and it's translated <laughs> with Google Translate <laughs> because oh no. it's in Danish. But uh, I will just say that I prefer you to tell me because I can see so many grammatical mistakes here that <laughs> I only got that Kalas means a big party and this is from where the name of the band yeah, came. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So guys, tell us who is Kalaset from where the name comes. We know already. How many of you? What are you playing? Just and how did you get here? Yeah. Take it away, mom. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, well, we started uh, because we go to the same gymnasium. Um, uh, the four of us, uh, the, the base of the band, uh, I guess the beginning, uh, which is uh, Hendrik, the bass player, uh, Jakob on uh, the drums, and uh, us two, Sissel on the keys. Yeah, I play the keys. And and I've played the guitar and. Uh, and sing as well. Um, and the keys is the keyboard, right? Yeah. For um, all of our ignorant, yeah, uh, like, <laughs> and I also it's do. not that she is just jingling. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but sometimes I do. I would yeah. like to do. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. That would be cool. A concept song, yeah. maybe. Yeah. 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 And uh, yeah, as you said, uh, Calais in Danish means uh, a big party. Um, okay. And. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we are. Yeah. <laughs> just uh, I guess I guess we started like uh, doing covers and and I've always written music yeah. and uh, written songs uh, and I, I didn't want to do covers no more. Uh, it wasn't for me. Um, mm-hmm. And slowly uh, we began to just play our own songs and they actually started in English. Um, okay. But uh, around the time we uh, uh, go go to went to David's. Um, mm-hmm. We actually started playing uh, Danish music and and kind of found uh, the way we were supposed to be as a band uh, mm-hmm. i think so uh and uh then it became this danish uh indie rock um thing. indie rock yeah okay. um yeah i think uh we yeah that's that's what we are i think we're the danish indie rock kind of also a, a bit of pop yeah a bit of pop uh we like to mix uh, many genres yeah. and just play. We've been called punk as well. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, you don't we have punk? some. We have different elements in our music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just like to experience and as think, much as we can. I think the, yeah. the songs are also very different. Mm-hmm. Guys, don't take it in any bad way, but you look terribly young. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we are a little bit in a different decade. So how uh, how many years are you playing as a band? Um, it's about, uh, cause Anna's our new uh, guitarist uh, started this in May, I think. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, uh, apart from that, we, we've been together, f- uh, as a band for like a year, two? No, two years. Two years? Yeah. It feels Whoa. like a year. 
But you know, we started as a cover band. Yeah, it started as a cover band. And we played band. as a cover band uh, for about a, a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we had only played our music, our own music yeah. in Danish and the genre we play now in for like a, a year or so. Yeah. Okay, so guys, you are around 1920. I, exactly. I 19, know that, yes. Both of us. And you are already playing your own music. You are writing yeah. your own songs and yeah. you are recording them. Hmm? Good job. <laughs> Good job, really. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We yes. therefore want to ask you some questions. Mm-hmm. And yeah. there is one that I really would like to know. Mm-hmm. And, well, let's see what you say. So tell us, each one of you, one thing that you wouldn't like your mom <laughs> to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tricky, ah? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Can I so- tell something? It's yeah. very te- cheesy, but... Like, I tell my mom everything. Yeah. She knows Aww. everything. Even when I experience something and I think I don't want to tell her, I end up telling her either way. Because, yeah, she's just one of my best friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. That is, that is a very good and a very safe answer. Mm-hmm. Well done, well done. Martin, you have to yeah. have something that you don't want your mom to know. Oh, well, I don't want, because I don't really have the, that kind of relationship with my mom where I tell her everything. Where I kind of keep it like what she needs to know, I think. <laughs> in the safe, stay in the yeah. safe zone. Yeah. But, uh, some, some call it a healthy parent-child relationship. <laughs> you know, uh, I think, you know, we're still in the gymnasium and... Uh, and and usually what do you call it English gymnasium high gymnasium school? high school Hi, it's the high school I guess yeah yeah and you know um, it's usually she says like don't don't drink too much and <laughs> stuff like that but it I think I think we all end up drinking way too much anyway and I guess of course th- you're musicians exactly I think that's something that I don't necessarily think uh, tell her how much we <laughs> drink then I, I think we will just not uh, we will not recommend you to no. play this part of the of the podcast afterwards to your mom yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Anna, would you like to hit it with the next question? Depending what the question is, because I have more questions from my head, but I know we are also on a time schedule. Ah, I know what is the next question. Actually, that's my question. That's the question I want to know. So you are guys indie, rock, pop, maybe even punk, but for sure there is a one song that you like. That you wouldn't like to admit <laughs> that you like your oh. guilty pleasure song, yeah. and now oh. you have a chance to shine and be brave and <laughs> tell us that you love Britney Spears. <laughs> okay, yeah. one song that you wouldn't like to admit that you actually like. One song. One yeah. Song. Well, it's by a Danish artist. Okay. And I don't think you know him, but it's an artist called Sander <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's very poppy very it's, it's, yeah and I don't like to admit I like pop but like mainstream. I, I, and mainstream music but I really do you know <laughs> some of my friends are like you know hipsters and oh, I just listen to um, funk and cool music and the old artists back in the days so I'm just like yeah me too and then I go home and hit the <laughs> <laughs> hit the play button and yeah it's yeah, 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 yeah so <laughs> I think that's kind of embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> that was very brave, I yeah. think. Martin, how yeah, about you? Uh, there's, there's one Jonas Brothers song that I just love. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's amazing. It's called uh, Love Bug. And it, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not, it's kind of cheesy in the start, but it actually end up being kind of rockish. Uh, okay. I think cool. so. So if people listen to it, I think they would also like it because it's very surprisingly uh, rockish at the end. But, uh, yeah, this is the Jonas Brothers thing that I don't really want to. Love Bug. <laughs> mm, interesting title. I have to check the song, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So we are arriving to the time when we would actually like to listen to your song. Yeah. <gasps> Which we is kind of uh, Yeah, that's a very good idea. Mm? Since you are a band and you <laughs> write your own music, yeah. that would be a really nice thing. So we would like to tell, we would like you to tell us a little bit about that song. Mm. Especially for those listeners that may not necessarily understand Danish, so it would be nice to know what's the song about. Yeah, um, yeah, it's cool. Uh, it was recorded uh, at Davis, uh, at David's, um, and uh, the song is about um, how we we uh, we need to talk to each other more. I think uh, I think I was doing a, a time where where I didn't really tell anyone about how how I was feeling or mm-hmm. 
uh, and then things got uh, misunderstood and and uh, misinterpreted and uh, I think I just really had to get that out there that you need to talk to us about what you're feeling man so you don't end up looking mad all the time or maybe it's going for something so I think that's mm. what the core of the song is about okay and the title is uh, Google Translate yeah. told me that in English it's silence is a lie yeah and how it yeah. is in Danish yeah in stillheden er en løgner is it one more time stillheden er en løgner US Nigeria try to pronounce that <laughs> okay let's play it Noget ramte mig i midten Af mit store redsend Helt selvfølgelig, måske en smule heldig Nu kan jeg mærke det noget igen Og jeg brænder efter svar Men det tiger på sin tunge Og der hvor omkring hendes læber Men hendes mund er lukket Ja yeah. Og det er sikkert fordi At det er lidt svært At sætte ord på de tanker man tænker Der gør lidt ondt indeni og det kan blive koldt I det stumme slå Når ingen sine tunge kan Varme de op De ramte mig igen Som tiden dog flyt forbi Klokken er tolv Det er du godt bruge en time til Ja, ja, ja Og det er sikkert fordi At det er lidt svært At kommunikere med dit, der ikke noget siger Og det er sikkert fordi At det er lidt svært At definere dit, den følelse virkelig kan Yeah. 
So we are back after this really great song. I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, usually I need to understand the lyrics to enjoy the song, but oh. I enjoyed it. And I actually heard this song probably around uh, 50 times <laughs> because uh, David's, uh, that's actually the the recording studio of my boyfriend. Yeah. And you recorded the song there at Super Moon Music. And uh, when he is, you know, working on music, he brings it home and then he puts it over and over yeah. again. So surprisingly, I don't hate it after he <laughs> hearing it 50 well, times that's that's so good. that's good to hear good. and guys uh, the last thing is that we will provide all the info for people who are interested about your social media links on our website yeah uh, but tell us where we can find you live here in denmark we're playing uh water festival which is a small festival in middlefart where we're from uh middlefart <laughs> Milford, uh, sounds weird in English, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a <laughs> middle part. Very weird. Yeah. <laughs> it is the name of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it doesn't mean what you think it means. No. no. It, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's kind of the nearest one we have right and now. And we also, uh, in November, we have a bigger uh, gig uh, in Odense. In Odense at uh, so Kansas City. So yeah. Kansas City? Yeah, it's the name of the place. Okay, the perfect. <laughs> well done, guys. Okay. So now we are ready? Are we ready? We are ready for the next segment. Yes! <laughs> A very challenging challenge of the week. Yes, a very challenging challenge of the week. It yes, is. It is. And it is a challenge that was sent to us by Kate. So, Kate, thank you for trusting in us and sending the very first challenge of our fourth season. I mean, sent by someone, not that, not one that Anna stole uh, by listening to it. On I never steal. <laughs> I just eavesdrop on people and I bring it to the show. Yes. I don't know how ethical it is, but maybe we should call our lawyer. Uh, do we have a lawyer? <laughs> and now we yes, do. Now yes, we do. Yes, yes, we have yes. a lawyer. Yes. <laughs> we have a lawyer. Yes. That, that guy. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. But anyhow, with Kate, it is he, she herself who sent, or maybe it's a he, at least a person says that the name is Kate. Yes. Mm. Um, and guys, Kala said, if you have any life challenge that you would like us to solve on air, anonymously, you can give other names like John and Maria, <laughs> send it to us and we will discuss it live on air. Yeah. Yes, cool. at our through our website, the5options.com. There is a place very easily seeable and accessible. User interface is rocking and, you know, just send us a challenge. Okay, but here comes a challenge. Hi. So I am starting my initiative and I am honestly scared as hell. I know that this is my gut feeling because I am going towards being fulfilled. And what makes me happy, which is helping others. Mm-hmm. So that is the full description of the challenge. Very poor. There is not Kate, you much. you could have done better. There is not much details yeah. in it, but we know we have a Kate who is honestly scared as hell because she's starting something that is very close to her heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what, what this initiative could be. Probably a, for all we know, it could be a band. It could be a music band. Yeah. For it all we know, it could be anything. Online casino. Yeah. Illegal brothel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tennis maybe notes. that's why, maybe that's why there is not much detail to it. Yes. Because it could also be something illegal. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Well, okay. I took it a little bit seriously. <laughs> Sorry for that. <laughs> no, but anyway, so we actually have five tips for Kate for that challenge. Mm-hmm. And the first tip is Get a clear understanding of your why. So, meaning get a very clear understanding of why are you doing this. Mm-hmm. I think that when we are worried, when we are scared of doing something, having this very clear direction of why am I doing this is really, really helpful. At least that was for me when I was starting my own business, mm-hmm. knowing that I'm doing it out of a higher purpose. That is something that is connected to my passion. 
connected to my purpose has been really, really helpful in managing my fear. Yeah, just a little bit background for you, Kala said. Marta has quit her job mm. to start her own business and she has three kids you know, from the introduction. Yeah. Yeah. So that was quite a step yeah, yeah. for her. Ah. So when she, when you were yeah. doing the, this, uh, this decision, you were very clear on why. I was uh, scared as shit and very <laughs> clear on why. <laughs> 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 okay, so the second tip is get friendly with the fear. And what I mean by getting friendly with the fear is simply, you know, acknowledging that you are feeling that fear mm -hmm. and accepting that the fear is a part of it mm -hmm. so that you can come more or less to a conclusion of a place where you can feel the fear and do it anyway. And it's also a nice, uh, you know, when you like befriend the fear, it's much easier mm. to tackle it, you know, like, mm. okay, if you acknowledge it, there is fear and it's related to this and that. And I know where it's coming from. It's much easier to manage than fear that fear compared to trying to avoid it. Yeah, I, I also think that there is no solution that we could give you who that would say uh, you can get rid of fear and this is how to do it. So I think it's important just to acknowledge, yeah, there will be fear always in, in, in something like this. So better I will try to acknowledge it rather than deny it because mm. it will just not go away. Or mm. or, or do we have a, a, any way for the fear to go away? So no. what I believe is that fear is a quite a powerful mm. energy. You do? Be yes. Fear okay. is an emotion and emotion is energy in motion. And I believe that energy does not disappear. Mm -hmm. That energy can be transformed into something else. Mm -hmm. So I believe that if we suppress the fear, it's just going to bottle up in us. Yeah. It's not going to disappear. If we acknowledge it, accept it, talk about it, we can transform that energy into something else. That's a scientific explanation, actually. Now science is quite good in explaining those kind of things. And mm -hmm. we know that we are energy uh, beings, 99.9999999% percent of energy. <laughs> so now we know that why Marta is the wise one in this show and why she's also a great mathematician. <laughs> well, that one, that one is highly Okay. Anyway, tip number three, create the worst case scenario. And the reason for creating that worst case scenario is to get you depressed. No, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> to dwell on what is absolutely bad that can happen. No, no. Okay, so the reason to create the worst case scenario is that sometimes the fear is really big in our head and we don't know where it's coming from. And if we write it down, it gets onto the paper. That's the first thing. And it's already helpful because mm -hmm. it gets out of your head where it can be scarier than it is to the piece of paper. And second of all, it comes with a step that is called, and what will you do if that worst case scenario happens? Mm -hmm. And then you find out that you always have a way out. So if you create three worst case scenarios, like I will lose all my money mm -hmm. and you will find the solution, I can sleep under the bridge. Or I can move in with my mom again or whatever. Yeah. But you will find a solution every time. It can be a better or the worse. Yeah. And you get to know that. And that's helpful in managing fear, especially when you prepare for tip number four, which is create the best case scenario. Because it's great to manage the fear, have all the worst case scenarios, you know, thought about to manage your fear. Yeah. But it's also great to create that best case scenario. Um Sorry for that little buzz. That was one of the three abandoned children that <laughs> yes. was calling. Yes. Uh, hopefully mm -hmm. he can figure out that the daddy <laughs> is also <laughs> abandoned. So uh, he can also call. Yeah, they are abandoned dad. together. So yes. yes. So hopefully. good luck, Philip. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So create the best case scenario uh, is all about creating now the scenarios for actually how great it will be if it happens. So you can create a vision, something that you can go after and you can put yourself into that good energy because mm -hmm. fear creates a lot of energy. We already spoke about it. And when it's a lot of negative and difficult energy, it's actually quite difficult to be successful. But when you have that vision and you create that positive uh, scenario, you can lift yourself up. And then the final tip, take your fear for a ride. And that means... 
What do you think exactly. that it means to <laughs> everyone? Is uh, everyone is looking at me like, what the hell does that lady uh, think about? And that is actually related to that part that fear is an emotion, which is energy in motion. And that means that depending on how severe the fear is, you actually may need to do different things about it. So mm -hmm. if it is a very, very deep fear, so deep that it's actually stopping you completely, into almost being close to panic, then maybe you need some sort of help. Maybe you need some sort of therapy and so on. If it is a milder fear, maybe you just need like a friend you can talk to or a mentor that you can talk about mm -hmm. it and go through it. So that's about it. You know, finding when you know what's your fear about, when you know what's the worst case scenario, the best case scenario, then you can take the fear for a ride and just simply means to get you to the place when you can feel the fear and do it anyway. So that were the five tips on managing, conquering your fear. Mm -hmm. And I would love to hear from you guys because you are young people mm -hmm. who are taking this great adventure of having your own band mm -hmm. and... How is it for you with fear? Do you experience it or is it all rainbows and daisies? Mm. <laughs> I don't think that we have tried uh, having some fear in the band yet. But no. um, we have, yeah. There's always like, uh, what if what if we aren't cool? What if we get <laughs> like bullied for the thing we do? Yeah. I guess. Um, Yeah, you, you know the f the first gig that we ever had. Yeah. Um, we are yeah we are, we are very young yeah. and yeah. Uh, we came to this place and uh, we have to play with uh, we had to play with five other bands and they were all in their forties and <laughs> they had kids and they were these guys with tattoos and um, <laughs> piercings and they yeah. looked very cool yeah. and. Yeah, we were very scared, and yeah. I think I <laughs> had a bit of fear. Uh, Plus, what's going on, uh, like television? <laughs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> because we had never tried anything before, but we just gave it our best, and yeah, yeah. I think we just yeah. jump into it. Yeah. You know? So, mm -hmm. so that was because I wanted to ask you for advice for Kate. Yeah. On how to, you know, go through her. Fear. Yeah. Would it be just jump into it? I would say yeah, yeah, jump into the fear, yeah. Sometimes you just have to. I think if you do the things yeah. that 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 you said, uh, you also you know uh, thought about it enough so that you're ready to yeah. jump out of, jump yeah. into it. <laughs> okay, I, I I would like to say that probably you will in the future will make have to make a decision, which I wish that you will actually have to make mm. that decision. Should we go for a boring nine to five jobs or should <laughs> we become a full time musicians? And I think that this is when, uh, when you will have a, a lot of fear to actually. Mm. But I, yeah. Can I say something? <laughs> of course. <laughs> I think, uh, I only think it's good that uh, you have, you experience fear because mm -hmm. when you experience fear, you know it's something that you want to do. I think if, if you don't experience this, feeling you don't care about it mm -hmm. but if you fear uh, you know that you you um, really want it and yeah that is very wise that Thank was you. almost like wisdom of the week <laughs> we, we will have the wisdom, wisdom of, of the, the week, week but before we have the wisdom of the week we have another segment on the way which is which is your segment and dennis will play it say what boo, 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 boo. it's bullshit It's bullshit of the week. Bullshit. Okay, guys, so we are back and I realized that you can still see us on TV when we are moving and doing stuff. Yes, it, it, it doesn't disappear. We are disappearing on the radio, but we are still on TV unless our wonderful team, Vladimir, will maybe put something, uh, cover us or just show us in our natural inhabitat, which is, you know, doing weird things. But today, for the bullshit of the week, I would like to cover a topic 
briefly, hopefully, uh, briefly because we don't have that much time, uh, a topic that I wanted to cover already a month, no, two months ago when I was still working, and this is about influencer marketing. So, guys, I think especially you young guys, mm. okay, why do I refer to you? It's like young team and the oldies. <laughs> okay, I, I, and exactly, and then it's the oldies. No. I think we all are, we are actually the oldest millennials, so we know some, you know, shit. Mm. <laughs> uh, we know Facebook, <laughs> we know Instagram. Mm. The thing is that, of course, now, you know, influencers everywhere are huge and companies mm. are using influencers to promote the products and all this kind of things. And we hear more and more that actually this influencer marketing is bullshit. And I had a personal experience with influencer marketing. Marketing. When I started to think about it, okay, this thing is just marketing for me. Uh, will I buy something because I see uh, a, a guy uh, on YouTube telling me that this is great? Or will I buy something because I see a girl posting it on Instagram? I actually don't think so. Actually, I have a question for you. Are you easy to be influenced by by the influencers on YouTube or Instagram or something? I hate to say it, but I, I, yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, I think I am. Okay, I might have some sad news for you. <laughs> mm. Very, very soon. <laughs> but it's, it's not, it's not like, you know, they have cool shoes and I'm like, oh, I have to buy, buy uh, those two. But you know, if, if I'm searching uh, through the web and see something I want. Yeah. Uh, and they, yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I think it's, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Okay, I, I will. I will tell you that that's why this market uh, for influencer <laughs> marketing is so huge because yeah. uh, I will quote now: uh, globally, influencer marketing spent is up to eight point five billion dollars in two thousand nineteen. <sighs> This is how much companies are spending on influencers oh. to promote their products. And the industry is forecast to hit up 10 billion in 2020. So it's a huge market. But New York-based cybersecurity company, uh, CHEQ, what a weird name, guys. <laughs> Just get this. Why, why are you having abbreviation? Check. Check. Has worked with uh, University of Baltimore, and this is what they found out. Um, that at least 15% of the influencers' followers are fake, defrauding businesses that pay influencers for their followers. The level of fraud in campaigns is expected to reach 1.5 billion by 2020. So from all this money, this 10 billion that companies are spending, they are wasting 1.5 billion because they are investing in influencers who are not really influencers because their following is fake. And I will tell you that there are three reasons why I think influencer marketing is bullshit. Number one, exactly this. Do you know that it is so easy to buy yourself likes on Facebook or views on YouTube? It's like mm. basically one click, you pay $50 and suddenly you have 10,000 views on your YouTube video. Uh, you can also buy fake influencers. And I don't know who the hell are those fake influencers. I suspect those are... Uh, just, you know, like boots or robots or whatever, or like, you know, very, very busy people who are operating hundreds of accounts. So uh, basically you can within five hours have 10,000 views on your video on YouTube that you paid for, of course. Mm. So uh, anyone who has so many views and suddenly got it just within one day, that's suspicious. So that's number one. I think it's bullshit because it became a business. So now you look like you are an influencer because you bought yourself those likes and those views. The other thing is that is having a huge followership really means that you have influence on someone or you just have a followership. I don't know if you heard about it, but there is a girl on Instagram her name is Ari, I think. I, I, uh, we will have a nice picture for that for TV. And the girl uh, has 2.6 million followers on Instagram. That's a lot, right? Yeah, mm. that's a lot. She was trying to launch her uh, clothing fashion line. And all she had to do was to sell 36 T-shirts. That's all. So the huh. company will pick up, you know, and start to produce the T-shirts. She couldn't sell 36 pieces of clothing what? with 2.6 million 
followers. So now the question is, if you have a lot of in, uh, followers, does it mean that you are an influencer? That's a question for you guys. No, I guess not. <laughs> okay, that's a straight answer from Morgan. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, hmm. Is followership me translate into influence? I think the moment that you follow something uh, mm -hmm. on social media, you kind of have uh, an influence in one way or another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would agree and disagree. Marta, what do you think? Is followership an influence? Well, it depends how we, you know, what the influence means because I can follow mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. and then I can see something and then it can be like it can piss me off or something. That's some sort mm -hmm. of influence as well. So yeah, I exactly. would say that what you say, Cecil, that once you follow something mm -hmm. and it comes to your feet, it can influence you. Mm -hmm. I believe to a big degree it is true because the information that you are bombarded with can influence you on so many different ways. It doesn't mean it will uh, influence exactly. you to buy something, but it influences your thoughts, it influences your mood, it influences, you know, your uh, attention. Mm -hmm. So I think to some degree, from that point of view, I would agree. Uh, but it doesn't translate in the way like you said, that just because you have a huge followership as an influencer mm -hmm. doesn't mean that you are actually able to influence those mm. people yeah. to purchase decisions. Yeah, I uh, think this is fantastic what you said, guys. Thank you for this, because... <laughs> The whole purpose of marketing through influencers is to sell the product, right? Mm. But mm. if you influence my thoughts or like, oh my God, you're so stupid and I look at your Instagram uh, or whatever and I don't buy because I see you use something, that's a very bad spent money by the company. So I agree. For instance, I use a lot of LinkedIn because I'm old. <laughs> so, uh, no, I'm not that old. I'm, I'm, Okay, I'm all there. <laughs> so uh, I see a lot of influencers there. It's a different kind of genre of influencers. You know, people who will tell you how to influence others to start your business or influencers who are giving you tips about stuff. The only influence they have on me is they piss me off because I see the same message, just other talking head, and I'm just getting pissed. It is an influence. You are right. But will I buy anything from them? No freaking way. So that is the distinction, I think, and it's a, it's a good one. The last thing, and this is the story you are coming back to, and I'm wrapping up, is that influencers get money for promoting your product. So I was working in a company when we were looking into using some YouTube influencers to uh, make a review of our product, right? And we thought it's an organic thing. So basically you say, we will send you a product for free and you will use it. You will make a short video and then we would like you to honestly, not like scripted, honestly tell us what you think about it. And one guy said, yeah, great. And two guys sent back emails through their managers saying that for that they will take 40 to 50,000 kronas. They Whoa. will make, yes, they will make actually a video. They will put two posts on Instagram. So basically you have a price and you know, you have what you will get for that price. All fine, but I don't imagine they will say, I don't like this product when I pay them 40,000, right? So if they take the money, they are somehow obliged to say the product is fantastic. Yeah. And then I realized, okay, this is horseshit. You know, many times I was looking at YouTube, people reviewing products and saying this is great. And I'm like, yeah, but if you got money for that, then what the hell are you supposed to say? I don't like it. It sucks. Don't buy it. So, uh, Closing up my golden thoughts, Cecil, be careful I with will. the influencers I because I think this is a topic for a whole program, but I think many times we are looking at bullshit. They are not influencers. They are mediapreneurs. That's a new, new title for those guys. I don't know how this jingle sets up the mood. 
<laughs> for the for the wisdom of the week. It it's makes it dreamy. kind of uh, sarcastic. You think so? <laughs> well, let's see. Okay, so I thought which wisdom of the week should I use with you guys? Mm-hmm. I had a couple uh, to <laughs> choose between, but I was thinking uh, I just recently stumbled upon a quote which was saying don't look into the resources you have but how resourceful you are mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i just thought about it because you guys are young people mm-hmm. as uh, as you've mentioned you're still in high school and uh, you have managed already to do things like record songs and that is paid you you yeah. have to pay for this kind of things and i am thinking that this is such a great inspiration mm-hmm. for people because if you only look at the resources you have right now mm-hmm. you can always find an excuse of why not to do something yeah. why not to make your dreams come true mm-hmm. so <coughs> i am just thinking look at how resourceful you are and how you can actually get those resources what mm-hmm. do you think about it guys um yeah I think uh, if you have a goal, you need to uh, to work for it. You know, mm-hmm. um, um, we're, we're in high school. We didn't have a lot of money to uh, to get the recording. Exactly. What what bank did you rob to? <laughs> <laughs> we won't talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, that um, would be kind of <laughs> implying. Okay, <yeah>. sorry. <laughs> but um, yeah, we, we had to scrap the money together. Um, to, uh, work, work, work for the money. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to get where we, we we had enough to to get this recording and uh, uh, I think um, you need to do that uh, you need to set yourself yeah. some goals you have to set some high expectations for yourself sometimes and also have some ambitions mm-hmm. where you're going are you just gonna be where you are the whole time or are you gonna uh, yeah, yeah. explore and have some goals yeah you can achieve because I yeah yeah because I never really thought about uh, not not uh, trying to reach for reach for my goal at all, and and we also get told that that that's also dumb uh, maybe <laughs> uh, to not uh, have a plan B or something. But I guess uh, sometimes you just gotta go for it. Yeah. yeah, because you know, in your position, it is super easy to make an excuse. Mm. You know, like okay, we are just in high school. We don't have money to spend on recording songs, you know, maybe we'll play gigs or or you can be more like, you know, this whiny, like, oh, probably we could have a song, but we don't have money. And then you only see this kind of thing. Mm. You guys managed to, as you said, you know, rob a bank <laughs> and, uh, and, and have the money. And now you have a professionally recorded songs and now you are having a video coming up yeah. Yeah. and it's an investment, but it is very, uh, it's very simple to make excuses for yourself. Like, you know, we mm. are just kids you know of course we are cool kids but come on we have to like <laughs> figure out or someone has to you know send us uh, money from or we have to sign a record deal for instance maybe you would be like we have to sign a record deal because mm. otherwise we have no way to record those songs so um i think it's really impressive that you you were actually so resourceful without having that many resources yeah we got we got to say we got the video for free from a guy uh, <laughs> from one of our friends who is amazing August. Okay, <laughs> shout out. Shout yeah, out. Hello, hello. hello. He's, he's amazing. He's yeah, amazing. he's amazing, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I say hello, August, and they say shout out, and this is where the generation gap is <laughs> <laughs> very visible. Yes. Oh, shout yeah. out to August. <laughs> no, 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 stop it right now. <laughs> I know shout out. I just don't use it. <laughs> Well, I hope that this uh, wisdom is also helpful for you, Kate. And uh, all the best of luck with your new initiative. Mm -hmm. We hope that we have helped you a little bit with the tips for the fear, but also that this quote can be inspiring Mm -hmm. for you. And we hope that it's not a brothel because that would be illegal. The initiative, remember? I don't know if it's illegal in every country. Okay. De- Dennis doesn't know either. Okay. <laughs> okay. Come on, Dennis. <laughs> Maybe it is legal in some countries. I don't know. Anyhow, Kate, all the best of luck uh, with your initiative. And now we are ready for the surprise of the week. Yeah. G. From the left field. Wow. 
Is that my oyoyoy or your your oyoyoy? Well, last time you said it was yours, but yes. I think it's actually mine. Yes, because now I listen to it again and I'm like, I think it's you. And I was thinking like, wow, that's so amazing that we both recorded <laughs> oyoyoy. It's not like a very uh, standard uh, thing to record because we were not recording together. We were okay. taking yeah. turns in recording. So yeah. anyhow, it's a very interesting um, jingle. Thank you, Dave. Yes. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> From Supermoon <laughs> Studio for doing that for us. Shout out. Yes. <laughs> Hello, Dave. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> okay. You are better in that than us. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, now we will give our uh, listeners and viewers because we tend to forget that we are also looked upon through the yeah. TV video part of it. That's why I many times look like this. <laughs> because I noticed that I do something weird with an arm. So sorry for that, guys. Yes. Uh, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> okay. Well, the thing is that right now we would like each one of you guys to tell three stories oh, no. about yourselves where two of them are true and one is fake. Yeah. And we will try to guess which is the fake one because you know each other. So you might know those stories about yourself. Yeah. So it would not yeah. be so fair. But we will be the ones okay. judging, judging, okay. which is judging. the fake one. Yeah. Cecil, do you want to go? Yeah, I can start. Mm-hmm. I'm very bad at this. <laughs> well, none of my stories are very spectacular. <laughs> but okay, here, yeah. Let's but go. two are fake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, two are fake and one is true. Yeah. Um, okay, the first story is... It was supposed um, to be... What? Is it two fake and one true? Yeah, no. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yes. It was supposed to be yes, I have two one. true two true and one fake. Oh no. You have to Okay. <laughs> we have to set the rules. We have to oh. set the rules. So is it two true or two fake? I have I have one true story. One true story. Two fake. Two yeah, fake. Two okay. Fake is that the same for you? No, I think I have. I think you have the opposite. <laughs> okay, so now we will make it very complex. Okay. So we will have to uh, guess which is the true one for Cecil and which is the fake one for Morten. Yeah. We will manage. We will manage. We will okay. Manage. What, a, what a great start. Yeah. yeah okay. Awesome. Okay. So the first story. Well, I uh, I got to work one day, and um, at the end of the day. Um, it was at, at a kindergarten, uh, so there are many children, and the parents came to uh, pick them up. And uh, then I, uh, I locked the door after they go home, and I realized that I have, you know, what it's called in English, bled through. And my, you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, menstruation, and I got it all over yeah. my pants. <laughs> and I didn't realize until uh, the, all the parents were gone, and... Then I realized, oh, that was why they looked so weird at me because and I bit through and none of them said anything to me. So that was the first story. Okay. And that, that was, was not supposed to be spectacular, guys. So <laughs> I don't know what would be the spectacular story. <laughs> oh <my laughs> okay. And the second story is that, that one time I went to uh, in a uh, center, a mall, uh, a big mall we have. Uh, and um, there was this you know, kind of beauty competition going on and I was like 14 years old and I thought it was very cool and I want to be like one of the cool kids. So I got up there and they gave uh, gave me some makeup on and some high heels and then we have to do a catwalk and it was all for fun but it was also an, on television, just, yeah, mm-hmm. and um, on local television and then we had to go a catwalk and... And then I had to go out, and it was very fun. But I wasn't—I was not used to going high heels, so I just made like a spin at the end of the catwalk, and I just fell <laughs> down on the floor. Yeah, it was very embarrassing. <laughs> Life on TV. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was 14 years old, and all my friends laughed at me. Okay. And the third one is that um, recently I just got my license card. And driving license, yeah, driving license, and yeah, license card, yeah, driving license, and 
the first time I was in the car all by myself, I um, ended up, um, what is this called? Kør over. Driving over. Driving, yeah. I ended up driving over my neighbor's cat and <laughs> called, and they, 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 it was like, the cat was like 13 years old and it was not very good and uh, I was, yeah, Did it, it was terrifying. No, it didn't die, but oh, okay. I drove past his tail. So, yeah, I'm oh. sorry to my neighbors. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> I didn't oh. know what to do. I just sat in the car like for one hour and called <laughs> so everybody, <laughs> the neighbors and my parents, and I didn't know what to do with the cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the three of the stories. Is the cat alive? Yeah, it's alive, but without okay. a tail, <laughs> actually. Really? Yeah, it's so true. Two are fake. <laughs> two are fake and one is true. One is true. I would like to say that because there is no mole in middle fart. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. <laughs> is there a mole in middle fart? No, it's calling stores in, you know, in calling. Ah, um, in, okay, there is a mole. Okay, yeah. so maybe that is true. I would true. say that the cat story is fake. That's, that would be my <laughs> guess. Although I, I wasn't so petrified because cats, they live only till 10, 12, 15, so... Yeah, but you think it's fake? I I think it's fake. Hmm. And uh, <laughs> then, so the true one, I would say maybe the first one, the the blood massacre. Mm-hmm. Mm, okay, so you think it's the first one? I, I think it's the first or the second one, but I. So Marta, hmm. what is your final decision? What is the true story? Okay, I'll say. Okay, I'll stick with the second one as the true one. Hmm. I will also say second one. It's the first one. Yeah. Oh, my Ooh. first gut feeling. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I have, I, I'm, I've never been a model. I'm <laughs> not, I'm not too, I'm too little. And <laughs> yeah. Okay. So guys, like, if this would be a game, I would be really disappointed in our team, Marta. So let's try yeah. to, let's okay, try let's to get try it, to get it right this, this time. time. Okay. Morten, so, your stories. Yeah. So this one is two true and, and one fake. Two true and one fake. Yeah, and we have that. to figure out which one is the fake one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm going to start off with a blood massacre as well, I guess. Uh, we um, so we were some guys having a um, a small uh, small party like four or five guys. Um, Little color set. Yeah, uh, no, yeah. actually not. A, a always small without the girl. <laughs> uh, always no, actually, it's me. not. A, none of the guys okay. from the color set. It's uh, some okay. other guys, and uh, we had uh, snaps. I guess you you know what yes. that is. I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. Alcohol. Alcohol. Yes, we had yes. a lot of those, and uh, we ended up um, running naked through uh, um, a mark. I guess. A field? field? A field, Cornfield. yeah, a field. Uh, and um, by the time we got back, um, and I don't remember this, I've been told this, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I had to put my pants on because mm-hmm. I was drunk and uh, <laughs> I, uh, I, I ended up like falling backwards into a wall, but it was like the corner of the wall. So uh, at the the brick, uh, like a brick wall. So I had fa- fell down like this God. with my ass, like down. <laughs> no. And um, next morning I wake up. Uh, uh, the, the guys come and get get me up because I was really drunk. I was put to bed early. Uh, they wake up and I was like, oh damn, I have this pain in my ass. And they um they they lift up my underpants and they just see like a lot of blood. Oh my <laughs> goodness! <laughs> oh, no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just because of the time is running out, we yeah. will just quickly jump to the second story. Yes, uh, second story. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, do you know Jenny Mason? Uh, is um, Jen Mason? No. Jen Mason. Jen yes. Mason is actually is um, uh, old Dan- Danish uh, uh, singer that was yeah. really popular once. Um, so we were at a bar and. Uh, this uh, this uh, drunk guy comes over to me and asks me about guitars and stuff because I've been talking about my friends with that, and uh, he ended up uh, buying us beer and all that. And I ask him, "Well, what what's your guitar and stuff?" And we end up talking about his work, and it turns out he was the guitarist for uh, John Morrison. That's 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 a pretty big one. A little celebrity, yeah, huh? a little celebrity. And yeah. the last one. And the last one. So uh, I was uh, I was in the city of uh, Weile. Uh, Great city. Uh, and, again, and again, I was drunk, and I uh, <laughs> once again, and I jo- chose you have to have this uh, sea running through the. Running through yes. The uh, so I chose to like swim, swim the whole thing uh, in a night. Okay, so now we have to say which one is true. Yeah. I would say the first one. No, the, the which one is fake? Fake. I ju- the one which which one is fake? Yeah. So the I third one. 
I would then say, uh, if mom, uh, Morten's mom, if you've ever had any doubts about mom his drinking, it. then, <laughs> then uh, I guess that has that ship has sailed. Uh, <laughs> he does that quite some. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, but sometimes. I would say that the fake one is the second one. The second. I would say the third or, one, yeah, second or the third one, but. Yeah, yeah, I, I would say sure. let's put the X strategically into baskets, so then we win something. So okay. you say it's second, I say the third one. Yeah, it's the last one. That's right. Yeah, because I thought, who the hell would like to swim <laughs> the whole garden <laughs> thing? I live in Vila, I've seen it. Okay. Yeah. So thank you guys so much no for coming here today and yeah. joining us at the studio. It has been a pleasure. It was awesome. And, uh, Dennis, are we out? Yeah, is that the time has passed? Are we? No? Five seconds. Five seconds. Okay. <laughs> Bye, guys. Hello. Bye. Hello and shout, shout out. out. <laughs> shout out. You are listening to You've Got Five Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that five indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like,